Hi, everyone. Welcome to Flock Talk. I'm Erin Morgan. And I'm Tom Lewis. And we work for the farmer members of the Ontario Sheep Farmers Organization. This is the third episode of our weekly podcast to bring you ideas and insights from fellow producers and other experts in the industry. Each week in the month, we will have a different theme, beginning with research in week one, marketing in week two, education in week three, and the fourth week will be open to topics relevant to the time of year and happenings with OSF. This week, the topic is education, and we will be interviewing Courtney Vreens from Vreens Nutrition Consulting, specializing in dairy and commercial sheep nutrition. So welcome, Courtney, and thank you for joining us in studio today. I know both Aaron and myself know you, but can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you interested in nutrition as a career? Yep, so thanks for having me. Really excited to be here. Um, So yeah, I actually grew up a couple hours east of here. Um, around the Sunderland, Port Perry area. Mm. don't know if mm-hmm. you knew that. Um, so I didn't actually grow up on a farm, but I was quite involved with um, dairy cattle through my um, youth and was um, actively involved in 4-H. And I actually was quite fortunate to travel all over the world showing dairy cows. So mm. that was um, quite an interesting time in my life. Um, so then I moved on and I went to the University of Guelph um, where I studied animal science. And I graduated from there in 2015. So at that time, I took a job with Master Feeds doing dairy and equine nutrition, actually. So I really enjoyed my time there. I was practicing in the Sunderland area where I grew up. And then my now husband, he resides in Arthur on a dairy farm. So ultimately, I was always going to pack up and move there. So at that time, it kind of presented an opportunity to make a career change. So I left Master Feeds and went on to Wallenstein Feed and Supply. And I worked for them for several years doing dairy nutrition. Also really enjoyed my experience with Wallenstein. And then I guess I just kind of started to find myself doing more and more sheep nutrition. There's quite a lot of dairy sheep farms in the local Arthur area. So Um, before I knew it, I guess I had more sheep customers than cow customers. And it was at that time I kind of decided I might like to make that kind of my full career. And I've been on my own now for four years. Excellent. So do you have any advice for somebody looking to get into nutrition as a career? Yeah, my advice would be that um, you have to be resilient and put the time in. So I think that the job often starts with more of a sales role. So you're kind of just out there driving up laneways, prospecting, trying to find new business. It can be really tough. So I think you just have to be prepared that you're going to have to put the time in before you're maybe in a position where you have, you know, a good loyal customer base. Um, So that would be my advice is to just, um, I guess, be patient and expect that it's not going to be easy, but hopefully it'll be worthwhile. So we spoke about those going into a career in nutrition. Um, I guess building on that, what advice do you have for someone who is uh, starting out in sheep production and how does one choose the best diet for their sheep? Yeah, so I think that there's a lot of producers out there that are um, willing to lend advice to new producers starting out, which I think is really great. But my advice would be to just keep an open mind because there are so many ways to farm sheep successfully and it doesn't look the same on every farm. So I think it's important to, again, just keep an open mind and, um, you know, take 
ideas and different experiences from everybody, but know that just because it works for somebody doesn't mean that it's going to be the right fit Mm -hmm. for your farm. And try to reach out to professionals, like having a good team is really important early on. So like a good vet that um, can offer some like real expertise in sheep, I think is important. Um, Industry people like yourselves um, and a good nutritionist that can help you with, there's going to be so many questions that come up in the beginning, right? So all those people can hopefully help you along. And then the second question, how does one choose the best diet for sheep? That's kind of a hard question because there's so many variables farm to farm. Um, So I think I would say like the best diet is the one that works for your farm because everyone has, you know, different feedstuffs available, different feeding strategies, um, the breed of sheep that you work with, whether you're annual or accelerated, like all those things really have a big influence on what your diet looks like or what your sheep's diets will look like and what's going to work the best. Um, Some of the other things would just be like how you want to manage your farm. Like some people work off farm full time. So everything needs to be super labor efficient, right? Mm -hmm. Versus um, the farmers that that's what they do full time. And they're willing to spend a little more labor in the barn to do things in a different way. So I think it's honestly wide open. And that's what I see like across the field is that there's a hundred ways to do it. And there's a hundred ways to do it right that's really interesting. Thank you. So um, what are some of the different nutrition requirements at various stages of production? Uh, how much do you do sheep eat in a day and how much protein do they need, um, etc.? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think if we start with maybe like the dry period, this would be a time when requirements are quite low for sheep. So um, we'd be kind of looking at feeding a maintenance type ration and that basically just means we're feeding enough to support, you know, the basic biological functions and to maintain body condition. Um, so if you had a dry animal that actually needed to like gain condition, we'd be looking at feeding above maintenance requirements to support her actually gaining more body condition. Um, and then as we move through pregnancy, early and mid-pregnancy requirements are still fairly low, but they would be a little bit higher than um, an open maintenance ration. And then as we move into late gestation, we see 75 to 80% of fetal growth happening in late gestation. So that's when requirements really start to increase. So usually at about four to six weeks away from lambing, people would want to Um, then offer a late gestation or a close-up ration that's going to support that. We also have the onset of milk production and colostrum happening at that time, so really important to to feed to that. And the breed of sheep that you have um, is going to impact exactly how that looks. I mean, if they're very prolific Ritos, they're obviously dropping higher than um, an idea for a Charlet, so that's going to influence those requirements. Um, Lactation, we would have... Um, elevated requirements as well to support milk production. Again, it kind of depends on um, the breed, how many lambs they're nursing, Um, even things like if they've been sheared and the temperature is going to influence requirements, right? Like if they need to actually stay warm, if they're being housed in a pretty warm barn or they actually have access to the outside and they have to um, use more energy to actually keep themselves warm, all those things make a difference. So with cost of production being a concern for many producers, when farmers are considering dietary options while also balancing costs, how flexible are the options to optimize both nutrition and expenses? Yeah, good question. 
it's definitely a big focus of what I do is obviously people want results, but we are always trying to keep um, costs in line. And I think now more than ever, just with the commodity prices, um, I mean, they're coming down a little bit now, which is nice, but they were at an all-time high there for a while and things mm -hmm. were pretty tight. So mm -hmm. I think with this question, like the first thing that comes to mind for me is um, like size and scale of your operation. So um, the reality is the larger your farm is, the more cost effective you can be in most situations, just because you can start looking at, you know, instead of buying in a prepared pellet, you can look at buying in those individual ingredients that would make up that pellet, mm -hmm. um, mix them yourself on farm, and that's going to be a lot more cost effective than buying it all pre-mixed. Having said that, it does go back to management style and how much time you're willing to spend on your on your farm to start mixing these different rations. And there's obviously a cost associated with that as well. But I do think the, the return is still certainly there even when you factor in those labor costs. Um, yeah, so it's going to be dependent a little bit on each farm. But I, I think there's probably always a way that we can you know, look at your feeding program and hopefully fine tune it to make it more cost effective without... Um, losing any production results is just the way that we fine tune it is going to look different on every farm. So as we've already mentioned, there are lots of different sheep operations, <laughs> uh, you know, between, you know, grazing and more intense um, indoor management. So how do you work with different types of operations? How do you approach nutrition differently when it comes to grazing versus confinement flocks and everything in between? Mm -hmm. So I would say that my services are more needed with sheep that are fed in confinement, just simply because um, I would say it's more intensive um, just for the fact that, you know, we're, we're putting feeds away into storage and um, changing rations more frequently. So we're needing to, you know, do all those forage samples and actually formulate rations that um, suit those forage samples. Whereas on pasture, we're not so much, you know, doing rations, like taking pasture samples that frequently and, and balancing rations that way. I would say I'm more needed as kind of like overseeing, you know, flock health management and just, you know, tweaking things to help it work better. Um, sometimes we'll do pasture samples um, just to get a, maybe an idea even of mineral content mm -hmm. on that farm. And then we know that as that pasture matures, that's obviously going to impact the quality of that feed. So um, they would just adjust accordingly if they're, you know, feeding some grain out on the pasture. If it's very young, lush pasture, depending on the stage of requirement, they might not need to supplement anything extra versus once that pasture is quite mature, then that might require supplementing um, some extra goodies if they're in a higher stage of production. Um, the mineral profile would look very different from um, sheep in confinement compared to pasture. Um, so in pasture, we have a lot of um, fresh vitamins that are available to the sheep. So that's not something that we really need to supplement um, any or a lot extra. Um, selenium would be something that's widely deficient right across the board. So we'd wanna be make sure we're supplementing that whether they're in confinement or they're on pasture. And then I think an important note would just be balancing the the macro minerals so like if you're grazing an alfalfa pasture you have a lot of calcium available there compared to um, if you're grazing more of a grass pasture we have a very low calcium feed so we need to make sure that we're uh, making sure that we have enough calcium in the mineral to support that so um, yeah I guess I do approach it quite differently to answer your question and um, 
I kind of leave it up to the farm too in terms of like how much they need me. Every farm is a bit different with how much service they want. Um, on some farms, it's just a matter of making sure their mineral is kind of adjusted annually to their program and that's all they need. And then with some of these farms in confinement, like I'm updating rations monthly, so hmm. it's a lot more intensive. So what are some of the nutritional differences between dairy and uh, meat flocks and even the differences on farm uh, with raising light and heavy lambs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... The obvious difference between dairy and meat would be the breed of sheep. Um, So with the dairy, I work with a lot of East Frisian and Lacone breeds. So these are a lot larger sheep. So they'd be um, getting up to the 100 kilos on some of them. So really big sheep. Um, And then the other obvious difference would be the amount of milk volume that's produced. Um, And I would say that the, the dairy sheep are much more intensive just because we have um, more data that we can measure and therefore then we can make adjustments to hopefully make more improvements. Like with the meat herds, we do have data as well, but it's more like, okay, well, this was our average daily gain on that last group. So, Mm. you know, what were some of the factors that could have contributed to that and how do we maybe make improvements going forward? Whereas the dairy sheep, it's like, okay, well, this is our component output right now. Like what can we do right in the present to, to make a change? So, um, more time sensitive, I suppose. Um, yeah, those would be kind of the main ones. Great. So what are some of the nutritional challenges that you've seen on farms as a nutritionist? Um, the main challenge is probably just, um, a lack of resources maybe for sheep people still. I would say it's, it's getting better, but I mean, a lot of calls I get are, um, you know, Canada wide and it's like you know, in Manitoba, even like we don't have anyone that can do our rations. Like, Hmm. can you offer some, some support to us? So I think it's amazing. Like I've been now doing this for four years and, um, nobody yet has even really tried to come on and do more sheep. So I just find it interesting. So I'm still finding that I'm getting those calls all the time. Like I have, I'm a new producer and I don't really know what to feed my sheep. I know Ontario Sheep has a lot of great resources like the Master Shepherds course and there's all kinds of resources on farm, but I think some people need somebody to not hold their hand, but to just kind of be there and like give them real advice relative to their exactly what their operation is going to look like. Um, So not only on the nutrition side, but the vet side as well. Again, just finding some clinics, like they don't have anyone that's, you know, really specialized in sheep or even small ruminants. So to get I, I tend to get a lot of those questions like what, did I, what should I be do for vaccinating or what's the protocol for cedaring? So it's, um, yeah, I think it's improving, but it's still probably the main challenge I think producers face. So there's no doubt you get a lot of questions from producers, um, but what are what is the most common question you're asked as a nutritionist? Probably what we talked about, how do I reduce my feed costs and get good results? So that cost of production is yeah, is a big one. I think it's the biggest one, and I think just like I said, more than ever this last while, like things have been tight, so people have been um, like sometimes just breaking even on lambs, right? So it's like okay, well they're growing good, so it's not that we want to feed them like a cheap, cheap feed and lose out on that because that's not going to make sense either. But is there other options that you know we can get the same results but get our you know, cost per head per day down, even five cents can make a big difference. So I think, 
like looking at something like your your cost per pound of gain on lambs is a really important number to look at so that um, you can decide. Because sometimes it's actually the opposite too, right? Like you're feeding a, a really cheap feed that's giving you poor results. So if you could actually feed something a bit better, but get them out to market sooner, then that could actually look more appealing. So just knowing your numbers and asking questions, right? And mm -hmm. seeing if there's improvements that can be made. Well, thank you very much. Um, if somebody was interested in uh, getting some nutrition advice, how would they find you? Um, you can find me on social media at Vereen's Nutrition Consulting, all lowercase. Uh, my email and cell phone number will be there as well. Great. Perfect. Thank well, thank you, Courtney, for uh, joining us in studio today and sharing a little bit more about your business and the services you provide. For more information about Courtney, as she mentioned, she is on Facebook and Instagram. Just look her up at Vereen's Nutrition Consulting. And thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this education episode. Join us next week for our interview with farmer Bill McCutcheon to talk all things grazing. And if you enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe through the podcast app to receive alerts and updates for future episodes. And please share the information about our podcast with your friends. For more Ontario Sheep Farmers content, follow us on social media at Ontario Sheep Farmers on Instagram and Facebook and at Ontario Sheep on X, formerly Twitter, and visit our website at ontariosheep.org.